Hello everyone. This is Dr. Kusum V. More and I'm back with the sixth episode of my podcast, The Indian Doctor. It's been a long time since I brought out my previous episode. Three months almost. And as you all know, the last couple of months have been nothing short of a roller coaster ride for millions of people across the world. A very unexpected pandemic of the disease COVID-19. A new virus, SARS-CoV-2. Well, who would have known? Coming to my sixth episode, the first segment of this episode is going to be about what inspired me to bring out this episode. Well, the answer to that question is the news. Today is June 8th, 2020. In the past one week, uh, we have had news that one of the most reputed journals, medical journals in the world, The Lancet, retracted one of its published articles. This published article uh, was about the medicine hydroxychloroquine and it was published in The Lancet in May 2020. The gist of the article was that uh, hydroxychloroquine could cause potential harm if used in patients with Uh, the disease COVID-19. A few doctors and researchers across the world challenged this article because they thought it was inaccurate. And when the authors of this article were asked to furnish data and further elaborate their, uh, be more transparent with uh, what they had done in their analysis, uh, there was a sketchy response. And Lancet realized that despite the paper having been peer-reviewed, Uh, it had to retract it and uh, apologize, stating that the study results were inconclusive and inaccurate. So this piece of news uh, is of huge uh, importance in the field of medical research and medical publishing. And the uproar that has been caused because of it in the national and international media is very justifiable. And this is what inspired me to bring out this sixth episode And I call this episode, What's the Evidence? So let's jump straight into evidence in the medical field. What is the status quo? Why do we need evidence exactly? And how is this evidence generated and disseminated? So what's the status quo like? So let's say you are a 40-something person and you're experiencing a headache over the past couple of weeks. You go to a doctor And the doctor uh, measures your blood pressure and and tells you that you have a high blood pressure. So this particular episode, whether it's happening in Asia, America, Europe or Australia, the parameter which tells the doctor that you have a high blood pressure is the same. The standard is the same. So if you have a blood pressure of more than 130 over 90, you will be told that you have a high blood pressure. And the treatment protocols are similar across the world. This uniformity in the practice of medicine has been made possible only because of the evidence in the medical field. So why exactly do we need this evidence? We as medical professionals want to help our patients. We want to cure a disease if there is a cure and if there is no cure yet for a particular disease. We want to reduce suffering and most importantly We want to ensure that there is no harm caused by the treatment that we have given. And for all this, we need a basic understanding of disease 
and the treatment for disease. This is why we need evidence to know what medicines work for which diseases. And if there's a new disease, we want to understand how the disease unfolds. So that's why evidence is very important in the medical field. So how is this evidence generated? Let's come to that. Evidence generation in the field of medicine requires an essential toolbox. And this toolbox contains different types of study designs called the epidemiological study designs. Let me take you through the flow of evidence generation in the context of a dreaded disease, AIDS, acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. This disease was unheard of before the 1980s. In the initial 1970s, when doctors started in, in America started noticing young, healthy adult males experiencing rare kinds of cancers and pneumonias, they suspected that this was unusual and used observational study designs from the toolbox to figure out what this was. And that's how AIDS was discovered and the virus that was causing it, human immunodeficiency virus HIV, was isolated as well. Once that was done, the understanding of the disease grew using these uh, uh, study designs again. How did the disease spread and uh, what caused the disease? The next question was, can this disease be cured? And for that, new molecules were developed and they were tested in labs, first on animals and then in human volunteers. So for these study designs like RCTs or randomized control trials were used. Today in 2020, 30 years almost after uh, this new disease was discovered, we have a huge gamut of medicines that can be used in people living with HIV AIDS to prolong their life and reduce their suffering. So that's how evidence is generated and how is it disseminated? Once all this research is done about the understanding of disease, how do we diagnose it, how do we treat it, all this evidence is published in medical journals. So that's where uh, publishing is extremely important because doctors across the world need to know what treatment is available for a certain disease. Finally, let's talk about some of the positive things that have happened in the field of evidence-based medicine and some of the challenges uh, that the medical professionals encounter in this field. The good things that have happened are that there are guidelines and set standards for uh, generating evidence and disseminating it. The process is very streamlined. Uh, ethics have become a very important uh, aspect of research and publishing in the medical field. And uh, only peer-reviewed journals are respected. Uh, that is, if you send in, if you do a, a research as a medical researcher and you want to publish it, you will send it to, you would preferably send it to a journal which is peer-reviewed, which means that your work will be reviewed by other experts in the field and only then will it go on to be published. So this is sort of a check in quality. So these are the good things that have happened in this field. And some of the challenges are that keeping up with the evidence is like running a race against time. Can you imagine how many articles are published in a year in the medical field? Almost about a million. So keeping up with the evidence is extremely hard and yet doctors across the world put in their best efforts to do so. Also, there is a pressure to publish. Uh, if you didn't know, in the country that I live in, in India, 
for getting a promotion in a medical college as a, uh, from assistant professor to professor etc you need to have uh, publications so there's a pressure on the medical fraternity to publish and apart from their clinical uh, responsibilities this added ad- added pressure to conduct research and publish it sometimes affects the quality of research and the kind of journals that are chosen to publish the work so there's something called a predatory journal you can look it up so these are uh, journals which do not take the quality of research seriously they do not have peer reviews and they publish uh, any kind of uh, research uh, irrespective of quality uh, on payment of a particular amount of uh, fee so that is very unfortunate and the quality of studies is also uh, an important thing uh, despite there being standards of how research studies must be done and how evidence must be generated there still ev- there is still a lot of evidence that these standards are flouted and are not followed so these are some of the challenges and i hope that in the coming years uh, the kind of news that we uh, saw in the last one week uh, those kind of episodes come down and uh, we focus more on ethics on quality of research and on good uh, publishing etiquette so yeah that's it that brings us to the end of this segment so all you listeners out there i hope you like my episode and if you did please don't forget to share it with your friends and family i now have a new instagram page called the indian doctor and would welcome feedback suggestions and uh, questions So from my next episode uh, the last segment will be about uh, questions that I received from you all so looking forward to those and I hope that all of you are safe and follow the necessary precautions during this uh, ongoing pandemic stay safe stay at home and have a good time signing off Dr Kusumvi More the Indian doctor